You wake up in the morning, grab your phone, check your Coinbase. You see that your coin went down 50% overnight. This can't be real, you say. It's going to turn around. Anxiety sets in. A little bit of fear. And then you realize, I felt the same way two weeks ago. Yo, yo, this is Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101. Today we're going to talk about the 14 stages of emotions when trading. But before we go into that, I want to say thank you very much for listening to Crypto 101. If you want to get involved more with Crypto 101, please come to Crypto101podcast.com. That's Crypto101podcast.com. There you can see who we are. You can listen to some of our episodes. You can join our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our Facebook group is growing. We have a very good community there of people that want to help you out, get involved in conversation and talk about crypto. And also you can find our donate page. Please come on to our donate page. Become a Patreon. Donate to Crypto 101. We are asking for your help for a couple of reasons. First, we don't want to hear commercials in our podcast. No Casper mattresses, no Blue Apron, just me asking you to join Crypto 101 Patreon. And second of all, it's the spirit of cryptocurrency. It's decentralized. It's about us becoming involved in this movement. So we don't have big companies controlling the economy, the finances like they do now. So please come on to Crypto101Podcast.com, join our Facebook Join our Patreon, and thank you very much. And on to the show. Going on to the 14 stages of emotions when trading. I first want to start and cover a couple other things that we should talk about before we talk about emotions. And that's some of the mentalities or the reasons why you're in trading. Never trade because you need the money. If you have 100 bucks to your name or 200 bucks and you're saying, man, I'm going to go start trading crypto or I'm going to trade stocks even because I want to make 400 bucks out of that 200 bucks or 300 or I'm going to flip some penny stocks or some some things like that. Or I'm just going to hustle and I'm going to trade the peaks and the valleys. And, and it's not going to work. By doing that, you are adding your emotions innately into your trading. Because you need it. Now, if you lose that 100 bucks and it's your only 100 bucks, you're going to feel it. And if you're putting in 100 bucks because it's money that you want to lose or you can lose, but you're still doing it because you need the money, you're going to feel it. So make sure you're doing it from a different place than necessity. The second one is if you want to control your emotions, you have to also recognize herd mentality and these social constructs that we live in. And we're living in them physically. We're living in them virtually. Kind of like if you see a lot of people liking a post, you're going to like a post or you're going to comment or you're going to do this or do that. Same thing in in trading. If you see that a lot of people are not investing in a coin, you will probably not invest in that coin unless you break yourself from that herd mentality. If you see a lot of people rushing into a coin, 
Bitcoin's going to the moon, everybody's starting to invest, then you're going to probably invest because everybody else is doing it. The FOMO's kicking in. If everybody's getting out of Bitcoin, that's when the FUD kicks in. And you see all the FUD online, on Reddit, on Twitter, and everything, and you just follow the herd and pull out your money. And then it jumps back up. So you really have to notice the herd mentality. The herd mentality would keep you out of the market at the bottom and prevent you from pulling out at the top. How many times have we talked about Vertcoin on this show? And when I had James Lovejoy, the lead developer of Vertcoin on the show, Vertcoin was trading at 70, 80, 90 cents. I think after the interview went up to a buck 11. Imagine if you put in there when it was James was just somebody that you didn't really know who he was. Vertcoin now is at six bucks today. What about Virium? We talked about Virium on the show a lot. Virium has been sitting at around two dollars, two fifty, one seventy for shit ever since I invested in it. Sometimes it goes up to three bucks, sometimes it goes up to four bucks, but it usually stays around the two point five to three point five million dollar market cap. Now, why aren't you investing in that? Is it herd mentality? Now, I'm not saying to go out and run and invest in, in Virium or run out and invest in Vertcoin. But I want you to look at some of those things that maybe the herd mentality kept you out of the market. Same thing with NEO. NEO went up to $54 one time. And we all stayed in because we thought it was going to moon. Now, of course, we couldn't control the China FUD. We couldn't control the the ICO things that were happening in China. But you know what? After some people got in at Ant shares at like I did at seven bucks, maybe $54 was a good enough time to pull out. Also, do we love this? Do we love trading? Do we love being invested? And what is it that we love about it? Are we in it just for the money? Or do we actually like learning about the coins, getting to know the people? the developers, the CEOs? Do we believe in the future of blockchain? This is also something that's going to be a social or mental construct that you are going to have to live in or acknowledge in your trading. If it's just for the money, your emotions are going to act differently than if you're in there for the passion, for the project, for the ideas. And also realize your own personal nature. Are you a person that kind of sabotages yourself with failure, incompetence, stupidity, laziness? Now, I'm not calling anybody stupid, incompetent, or lazy, but sometimes you just don't know that you make decisions like this because you unconsciously, your subconscious sets you up to do things that are against your benefit. Sometimes it's just your personal nature that makes these decisions. When I was the director of food and beverage at a hotel, I had a boss that I really didn't like that much. Actually, you know what? I didn't like him at all. He was a complete asshole. And I ended up leaving that job because he was a complete asshole. However, he did say some amazing things. And one of the things he told me about hiring practices always stuck with me. I remember I was hiring one of my good buddies for a job. And he sat down with me and he said, why are you hiring this guy? You know, there's certain kind of personalities. 
personalities that attract other personalities or like personalities or similar personalities. And similar personalities, I mean, you always attract, attract the same people. Maybe you're a drinker and all your friends are beer drinkers. Maybe you're a pot smoker and all your friends are pot smokers. Maybe you're a truck driver and all your friends are truck drivers. <laughs> Maybe you're just a, a empathetic, compassionate person and all your friends are just losers that really don't try in life. And so he said to me, when you're hiring, are you hiring because it's the best thing for the business? Or are you hiring because these are the kind of people that you are used or comfortable being around? He said that sometimes and most of the time, we have people around us just because we're comfortable in that situation, even though it's not the advantageous situation for us. And that really hit home. Why was I hiring my buddy? Was he really good at the job? Was I hiring because he's my buddy? And why is he my buddy? Is he my buddy because he's a good friend? Or was he just the kind of people that I always hung around with? Well, these are things that you really have to think about yourself. Think about where you live in your mind and in society, virtually and physically, to get your emotions under control when trading. So with a huge, long introduction like that, let's go into the 14 stages of emotions when trading. The first emotion is the optimism. The optimism is when it all starts and you think everything is going to be positive, leading you to buying, leading you to get in. We've all been there. We all said, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to get into Coinbase. And you bought that first Bitcoin and you're like, yeah, to the moon. And that's when you go into your second emotion and you're excited. It's excitement. Things start moving the way that you want to. You get happy. You see some gains. And then you are just, you're, you're excited. And that leads into the thrill, the third emotion. The market continues to be favorable. And we just can't help to feel smart. We've done it. We're confident. We have a system. We can make this work. Which leads into euphoria. And euphoria is when we start ignoring the risks. We start ignoring that there was risk involved. My trading strategy works. I'm going to put another 100 bucks in. I'm going to buy that altcoin. I'm going to buy that shit coin. I'm going to buy this cryptocurrency. I'm going to buy this smart contract platform. All to get a quick buck because we know what we're doing. And then you start to extend yourself. And then you have a little bit of anxiety. That coin that you just bought the other day that you may have may have just overextended yourself just a little bit starts to back off and those gains that you might have made or you rode the FOMO and it starts to even out and you start to think hmm that's okay but I'm still gonna stay in and that is denial that it's just going down for a little bit the markets didn't turn as quickly as they hoped but it, we're in for the long term and that long-term actually is now shortens to near-term and you're starting to fear, which is the seventh stage. It starts to set in. And you should really think about getting out with that profit. Maybe you still have a little profit left. Maybe you got in at Bitcoin when it was 8,000. <laughs> yeah, it's doing really good today. 
but now then it went up to 9,000, but now it's back down to 8,200. And you're like, okay, do I get out my 200 bucks? Am I still in denial? You should be getting out, but you don't for some stupid reason until all your gains are lost and you're in desperation. And you think to yourself, you had a chance to get out, but you missed it. You could have got out with profit, but you missed it. And then the panic sets in. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the most emotional period by far. We are clueless. We are helpless. At this stage, we are at the mercy of the market. And we absolutely know we have no control. The 10th stage of emotions is capitulation. We have reached the breaking point and will sell our positions at any price. So as we don't take any more losses... We just want out. Despondency. After exiting the markets, we don't want to buy stocks ever again. Maybe the markets are just not for us. Maybe stock trading is something that we just aren't good at. However, this is the point where we should be maximizing our financial opportunities. This is the point where we should probably buy back in. But, you know, instead we go to depression. And we cry, we drink, we pray. How dumb could we have been? Sometimes we look back while we're drinking, crying, maybe after we blow our nose and wipe our tears. What went wrong? Analyze. This is the suffering. This is where the real traders are born. Out of suffering is clarity. The 13th emotion is hope. Eventually, we realize that the market does have cycles and we start analyzing new opportunities until the final stage of relief and the markets start taking a positive turn again and we see our prior investments coming back around and we start to regain a little faith in our abilities to invest and then back to stage one optimism 
and we jump back in. Now, we've all been there. We've all went through these cycles, and some people go through it more than others. After the third month of trading, 75%, and I read this, links in the description, of traders get out of trading because they don't think they can do it. They don't know how to emotionally detach themselves. And after six months, 90% get out of trading. And this is all because we don't realize the cycle. Keep going through the cycles. And this is why I gave you those stories before about herd mentality and my boss telling me about my hiring practices. Is it my own personal cycles that keeps allowing me to hire people that might not be best for the business? Is it my own personality and the cycles of my personality that allows me to keep making the friends that are very similar to each other? And are they the best for my life? So, I ask you this. Have you realized your cycle in trading? And are you falling into this pattern of 14 emotional steps that is stressing you out and keeping you from getting the gains and making the decisions that you need to make? What are some things you can do about this? First, let's acknowledge and be honest with yourself. Is it a pattern? Okay, is it an addiction? Are you a gambler? Do you have a gambling personality? Gamblers make horrible investors. They want to take risks. They do it for the thrill. They ride this 14-step emotional roller coaster every time. Why? Because they're addicted to the gambling, to the emotions, to the roller coaster. They're not addicted to the gains. They're not addicted to the tech. They're addicted to the addiction. Realize if this is you. Next, let's work on some things to allow you to clear your head and become less attached emotionally. For me, I have a very strict daily routine. I go to bed 10, 30, 11 every night. I wake up 6, 37 every morning and I trade and I invest in a calm environment. My daily schedule is mapped out on my calendars every day, and it's damn near identical. And out of your day, find times to meditate. I know that some people are like, oh, meditation, blah, blah, blah. I'm an avid meditator. 20 to 30 minutes every day, no matter what, take some time. And like the Buddhists say, enlightenment will come out of suffering. You will find your nirvana out of suffering. Okay, they didn't really say it like that. I'm just kind of paraphrasing. Once you make those losses or go through that pain of this cycle and you don't want to be in this, you will get those calluses. You'll become immune. But even though you acknowledge that you're in this cycle, there's something you have to do about that. And the meditation is a really good time to just sit down and clear your mind and get all of the FUD and all of the emotional baggage for the day out. Now, while you're meditating, if you would like to know more about meditation, I also have a blog for beginners meditation. <laughs> yes, I just like to do things, I guess. So um, you can ask me for that on the Facebook group. I'll be happy to send you a link. And either focus on nothing, which is kind of weird, 
get clear your mind, get everything out, or just focus on one thing. And I found that meditation really has helped me focus my emotions and understand my surroundings a lot better. And if you are getting wrapped up in the cycles of trading, it might just help. Truly accept the risk involved with each trade. This is another thing for controlling your emotions. If you don't accept the risk, if you don't understand that it can go down, if you could take your 10,000 and it goes down to 2,000, and what that feels like, you're going to have emotional problems with this. Reflection. Track your progress. If you are not tracking or recording your trades, writing a plan and understanding the different outcomes financially for you from different scenarios, then you are going to be surprised. And even if you do it and do it detailed enough, there will always be surprises, but you won't be that surprised. Please make an Excel sheet. Use Blackfolio at the very least. If you don't have an Excel template, please ask me. Come on to Facebook group. I'll be happy to send it to you guys. Actually, you know what? I'm going to post it on the Facebook group, my Excel template. It's a work in progress. Anybody comes on and grabs it and can make it better, please make it better. But from this, I can know exactly how much I'm, I'm making, how much I'm losing, when I took my trades, and I make duplicates of my Excel all the time, and I put scenarios in there. What if I sold it at this? What if it goes down to this? How does that, how does that look for the rest of my stocks? What is my pro- total portfolio looking like? How much money are you moving in and out of the market every month? That's, that's huge. Once you realize, sometimes you don't know when you're just trading. You know, you make a trade here and you sell. You trade a trade here and you sell. And by the end, you realize you just moved $100,000 through Bittrex in one month. It's crazy. And recognize where you're going wrong. Be honest with yourself. And that's where the meditation comes in. By meditating, it gives you time just to reflect. Maybe you just use the 10 minutes a day, 5 minutes a day. And 5 minutes is enough. 10 minutes a day, just reflect on your trades, on the market, or on anything. And be honest, where did you go wrong? I feel, I'm still on, I'm still on the fence about what I did with Neo. I sold Neo at 18 bucks. I'd made 5000 5, in profit, 4800 or something, I think. And even though that's great profit, if I held on and let it bounce back, I would, I would have been more. But... Why would I hold on and be in the desperation phase or the fear phase and, and, and not get out with a little bit of emotion, I mean, with a, little, with a little bit of profit? I should have sold at that point. I'd made the right choice. But now that I'm looking back at it, meditated on it, I will do it differently because I should have truly accepted the risk and looked at this at a broader picture. Lastly, avoid this emotional cycle. Avoid the whole ups and down the roller coaster of it. Because then, and only then, you can free yourself and actually focus on the work, on the business. And your business now is putting money in investing. Links are in the description. So is a little diagram. I will put that on Facebook in the Facebook group.
Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. Before we get off, I want to say thank you to the Patreon members. The Patreon members are helping us realize our dreams of taking this to the masses. It's a slow road, but it's very appreciated. So Bucky, Tim, Vladimir, Michael, $5 Rares on Mars members, thank you very much. Our Lambos on the Moon members, Colin and Desmond, thank you. And $1 a month member, Kyle, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Every little bit helps. Our goal is to have 2,000 patrons. We're at seven. No, wait. Yeah, we're at seven. Once we get there, a lot of things are going to happen. And for the patrons that pledged, please have patience with us. We will continue to put out Crypto 101 episodes and work our hardest, balancing our jobs, our kids, and stuff like that. But once we reach our goals, that will all be able to change. And we will be able to put out more content, have better interviews, go to more places, meet new people, and spread the word of blockchain and cryptocurrency. And finally, the music today was Common, Forever Begins off of Forever Begins album, and John Legend, Penthouse Floor, featuring Chance the Rapper. Links are in the description. Please check them out. And we'll see you next time. This is Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101. Just us. us. Who this? Just playing. Just me. New phone. New hair. New era. I'm, I'm in, in the penthouse, baby. Handpicked from bad apples and bad eggs. I went Held up there and grabbed me some grab eggs. And then there were only but a few. Conversations held with patience. What a party. What a view. What a dress. What a song. What a beautiful time. My folks downstairs still waiting in line. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.